The following is my conversation with Greg Brockman. He's a wonderful person, and we had a great time talking about potentiality and insisting. I hope you enjoy our chat. Thanks for joining me, Greg. Thank you to our sponsor, Lead Borstal. Anyone who has ever suffered from depression knows the challenges that come with it. Elite Borstal is a leading provider of mental health treatment and services, and they're donating a $2,000 scholarship to one lucky student. Learn more about what Elite Borstal can do for you at eliteprofessor.com slash eliteborstal. Check it out today and get started on your path to recovery. Thanks for supporting Elite Borstal. Hey, Greg, thanks for coming by. No problem. Glad to be here. So tell me a little bit about potentiality. What's that all about? Potentiality is the ability of something to exist in the future or to have the potential to do something. Makes sense. So what does that have to do with insisting? Well, insisting implies that something is necessary for something else to happen. For example, if you insist on having a calculator available when you quiz someone, then you're ensuring that they're able to do their job properly. Got it. So when does insisting stop being helpful and start becoming a problem? Well, there's a big line between insisting and being too forceful. For example, if you insist on having a calculator and the student doesn't have one, then you might be pushing too hard and causing a confrontation. Whereas if you're merely asking nicely and they don't have a calculator available, then you're still helping them out. That makes sense. So in general, how do you go about determining when insisting is helpful when it's not? It's all about context. For example, if you insist on having a pencil available when your class is discussing Plato's Symposium, then that might be necessary in order for everyone to participate. But if you insist on having a pencil when you're talking about dinosaurs at the dinner table, then that might be going a little too far. <laughs> That's definitely true. So what do you think is the key to being successful when insisting? Basically, it comes down to being aware of the situation and your audience. You have to be careful not to impose your will on others or they might resent you. Instead, try to establish a relationship with them and ensure that they understand your needs. Then they'll be more likely to cooperate. That makes sense. And finally, what's the best way to deal with people who don't listen to us when we insist? Well, the best thing to do is to establish boundaries and follow through with our plans. If someone doesn't listen to us, then we need to find a way to deal with that situation. But ultimately, we need to maintain our dignity as professionals. We can't let anyone push us around. Thanks for talking with me, Greg. I enjoyed it. Thanks for coming by, Greg. I think you did a great job talking about insisting and potentiality. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out Lexman's fantastic podcast, which is sure to make you laugh. And now today's poem read by none other than Greg Brockman. I insist on potentiality, despite the morasses of Cordes, for it is the key to existence. And without it, we would be nothing. We must always strive for potentiality. We must always strive for potentiality, striving for something greater. For if we don't, we will wither away and die.